Welcome to the Tej Talks podcast. Forget the property celebrities. We speak to relatable people with fascinating journeys, just like you. Hosted by Tej Singh, we bring you new stories, life-changing deals, and expert advice every week. Welcome back to my YouTube channel, to my podcast, and to my IGTV. Now, today, I am going to talk to you about BRR. This is something you would have heard me speak about so much, and if you've read my book, or books, if you haven't, or what are you doing, uh, you will know that I've basically written a guide on doing it, because I've done 12 of them. I've done more, but I sold some of them. Now, I kind of want to maybe reach out, you know, reach out, and speak to the more old-school investors and developers who... Or maybe sort of, you know, save up some cash with their day job or from whatever, inherited some money or whatever. Ooh, there's a buy to let. It's a hundred grand. Okay, put down 25%. It's in kind of okay condition. You know, it'll rent out in a, you know, pretty quickly, especially in this market and buy to lets always rent out pretty quick. And it'll make, you know, it'll rent out for 600 a month, right? After more, you know, after mortgage, blah, 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 you'll net about 300 a month. So over the year, I'm making 300 times 12, 3,600 pounds a year in profit. That's good, you put down 25%, you put down 25K, do the maths, you know, it's a certain percentage number. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, and I have to sort of, uh, I have to say there's nothing wrong with it, because there isn't. However, uh, I think there's a much better way to do things. So that's what I wanna to talk to you about today, right? And if you're thinking, I've got these savings, let me just buy something 25%. Let me just warn you, I can't sell you the dream because, you know, I'm too busy living it. No, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm going to tell you the reality of it, as I always do. And it's not going to be an easier approach. And it's not going to be a quicker approach. Or it could be quicker looking at some solicitors and some mortgage companies. <clears throat> I'm talking to you. So what is BRR? Now, you know, just to put it... To compare it, right? The traditional way is you buy with a mortgage and that's it. So you B and then, yeah, you sort of rent it out and you carry on. That's all you do, no problem. It goes up in value, you know, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I've got a couple of properties when you're down the pub. Um, the BRR is you buy it with cash or with bridging finance, which is nothing to be scared of. If you want a video on bridging finance, drop it in the comments below. You then refurbish it, which is a second R, so BR. Once you've refurbished it, now, the refurb doesn't have to actually be physical. It could be some legal issue. It could be it could be anything, right? But you're adding value or you're re-adding value, I like to say, right? Because if it's a shithole, you know, it kind of once had value and you're not doing anything new, you're adding value. If you're not doing an extension or dormer, etc., which often is the case in these areas in BRR that you're not doing that stuff. Once you've done that, now this is the really important stage. Now this increases your ROI. Are you ready? You refinance it. So, you know, you bought it for easy maths. You bought it for 50. And all stamp duty costs, blah, 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 blah. Refurb costs, you're all in for 75K. So that put 25K on top of the 50, right? You're following. So you're at 75K right now that you've spent, right? Doesn't mean you need it, right? You can learn to raise finance. Um, or you can bridge it, etc. But you know, 75k has been spent. Now, at this point, you go to a mortgage company, they send a valuer out, oh, thank you, valuers, I love you so much. They come out, they kick the wall, and they say, yeah, this is a house, yeah, it's worth some money. 
I'm going to do some really stupid calculations and downvalue it. I'm kidding. Let's, let's not get into that just yet. Anyways, they'll give you a valuation. And let's say again, this is hypothetical, but I'm going to give you a real case study in mind to show you that actually it's hypothetical, but it's kind of real. They come back and say, well, you know, it's all really nicely done. It's worth 100K. Stop the fucking press, Linda. 100K. Okay. And they say, well, look, we're gonna, we can loan you up to 75% loan to value. So 75% of the value they will loan you on a, on a mortgage or remortgage. So for the sharp ones there who are listening, you've just worked something out. We've spent 75K, but now hold up. We're getting 75K. So what happens with that? Well, let's say you spend that 75K all by yourself and it was all your savings, your cash, whatever. You put that in a property and thought, well, that's the property, you know, it's, it's for sale and, you know, sorry, it's, it's kind of renting and that's what it is. Mm-mm. You get it back. 75K comes right back out. You now have a free house because there's no money left in it, right? When people say no money left in, this is it. You got 75K back out. Well, guess what? Let's go shopping, huh? Harrods, Selfridges, where are we going? You're going to right move on, you push you up. That's BRR. And now you might think, oh, it's so much work dealing with builders, oh my. And yeah, it fucking is. It absolutely is. If you've seen my Instagram, you know that it's hell. Every time, it's my 16th refund I just finished. And it's the easiest and most straightforward one I've ever done. But let me tell you something. I still pull my hair out. I still got grey hairs. I still have aged. Why do I look 50? Why? Yeah, because of the builders, because of you. So it is hell. It is really, really difficult. But think about this for a second. You've got, you know, electrical warranties. You've got gas safe certificates. You've got a new boiler. You've got a new electrical installation. You've got new carpets, newly plastered walls, new woodwork, new doors, new hinges, new kitchen, new appliances with warranties. You've done everything, right, to make this brand new, which one, increases your rent. You know, I know people and myself who are getting way above market rent. I'm talking 50 to 100 pounds a month extra. Now, that's profit because your mortgage is your mortgage. £223 a month. Whatever you rent on top of that is profit. And of course, take off insurance and tax, things like that. If I get 50 quid more a month, you do that times by 12, £600. It's a lot of Nando's. It's a lot of Nando's. So that's what you get from refurbished place. Oh, well, am I going to do all of that work just for an extra, you know, five, six hundred thousand, whatever it is? But yeah, well, I think you should. The, you know, the ROI is much bigger. But also, more importantly, technically, you've potentially pulled out all of, if not most of your money. Uh, Newsflash, you ain't doing that with the 25%, huh? You're going back to your job, you fucking hate, to be like, right, well, if I keep going for for four more years, I can buy one more boy to let. Do you know what I mean? That's not what you want. You want to be financially free. You want to quit your job. You want to do what you need to do. So therefore, you know, I can buy, well, you give me half a million, I can buy a lot of BRRs in one year. You give me half a million and say, I'll go buy some buy-to-lets. I'll do that in, f- in five days and it's over. And I ain't getting that money back. You ain't getting it back. Right? So if you're using investor finance as well, you can't do that on a classic B, you know, buy-to-let mall. You need a JV. You have to pay them back. How are you going to pay them back if you don't pay yourself back? That's where BRR comes in. Right? How do you think I built my portfolio from zero to 1.3 million? It's because I borrowed over half a million pounds of investor finance, but I paid back because I did BRR. And it kept going, it kept getting recycled. You know, I bought 15 properties in my first nine months. 
I mean, it was crazy. Do I recommend it? No. You know, I did that. Who else has done that? At this sort of level and is sharing this with you. You know, so learn from that and learn how powerful BRR is. Are you telling me you couldn't quit your job with 15 properties? Yeah, it took, you know, another six, seven, eight months after that, you know, to actually get them cash flowing and be financially free. But are you telling me that 15 by to less generating three to 400 pounds a month is not enough for you? You do the math. I have one essay. I've sold some of them, but you just quick maths for yourself. That's more than enough. BRR is the way. It's though if you watch The Mandalorian, this is the way. And lastly, um, you've refurbished the house. Everything is new, everything is wanted and protected. You were decreasing your maintenance costs, therefore increasing your bottom line and decreasing the number of headaches that you were gonna have. So, for me, you know, BR on houses, I don't really like leaseholds because the leases, I know the reforms are coming, but you know, service charges and new build, you know, oh, well, Ted, you're saying about, you know, the refurb, why don't you buy a new build? Everything's done for you. I get that, but a lot of new build developers, honestly, absolutely disgusting quality. I mean, some of them don't, they use normal plasterboards in bathrooms, no tanking, no hardies, not even moisture board. Little, little things like that. And I've spoken to people working on these sites and I know what happens with the snag lists. Do you want me to show you what happens with the snag list? They get shown it. All right. Cool. If they complain, we'll fix it then. Carry on, lads, carry on. I'm not saying everyone does that, of course not, but trust me, small you know, SME developers, for me, put 100% better quality than, than big new build developers. And that's not all of them, but it's the big, big boys, I believe. Happy for them to come on the podcast or show me around and to prove me different. So really, you buy one of them, you're buying something that's already overpriced, right? So you haven't made any money on purchase, which I think is really important. And you're not really getting something that's maintenance free. You should, and most times you need something a bit better than an old Victorian house. You'd hope, you'd think. But I don't know how much these new build warranties protect you either. I'm sending for everyone today, yeah, because these warranties, yeah. Anyways, we would have heard the stories. Let me give you a case study now, right? So, I spoke to the agent. Um, I offered 51,000 pounds on this property. Now, I was rejected. Cool. I met her on the viewing a few weeks later, and in passing, she just said, oh, I actually said, that property, what's going on with it? Obviously, we weren't boys then. And she was like, oh yeah, um, they want a quick sale, so, you know, Ted, if you come up a little bit, you might get a deal. And I was like, okay. Um, I said, 54K? Fine. She, I think she pretty much called her as soon as the viewing was over. I remember being driving and her being like, Ted, just accepted, send me sister's details, let's get it going, come on. I was like, oh, hmm. You know, I can't pretend we had some great relationships. She should have told me earlier. But at that point, we didn't. So let me take you some top-level figures. And if you've read my book, you can go and see this physically. So, purchase price, £54,000, yeah? The, it was, you know what? It was not in bad condition whatsoever. I could have, uh, what did I have to do? Give it a proper good clean, fix some guttering and then the damp, uh, change a window or two, new carpet. Didn't even need a lick of paint. Service the boiler. You know, I could have spent a cup, like two grand on it, right? Or, or less and rented it out and it probably valued at the same because let's not get into valuations but you know <clears throat> I could have valued the same so paid 54k for it uh, stamp duty 1620 the conveyancing fee was 621 pounds are we getting specific here again specific uh, the refurbishment was six and a half grand over what I wanted because of cowboy builders it should have been four and a half but hey remove uh, the interest on my finance because it was this was actually the first property I used investor finance for 
One Instagram post, hey, I'm looking for 57,000 pounds. Two guys, eight minute phone call later, two weeks later, money in my account, hadn't met them. And I met them like three months later. And they were on my earn and learn scheme. So yeah, that was pretty nice to have it fully funded. Uh, and then the interest on finance, like I said, four and a half grand. The total money I put in, 67,000 pounds. This is important. 67,000 pounds, 832, yeah? The RICS valuation came back in at 90,000 pounds. In my spreadsheet, I had 77 and a half, so bloody conservative. And this is why people like investing in me, as well as other reasons, because I'm super conservative and it still works as a deal. Anyways, agent was like, Ted, come on, you're being silly. It's gonna be 85 minimum. So anyways, quick math, or not so quick maths, but 75% of 90K is 67,500 pounds. The money left in is the difference between the two of them, which is 332 pounds. It's all my investment is left in this property. The best part, it rents for 525. Decent tenants to be fair, bit annoying, but they pay the rent. Uh, the mortgage costs 205 pounds. The insurance costs, tw actually it's not even 20 anymore. It's less because of the portfolio. It's gone down to like 10 or less. And the cash flow profit is about 300, about 310, 220 pounds a month. The annual cash flow is about 3,400. And the return on cash left in, remember the cash left in is 332 pounds, is 1,007%. Talk to me. How good is that of a deal? I put all this money in, yes, it wasn't even mine, different story. I pulled it all out, BRR, and I've left in 332 pounds and it cash flows me 310 pounds a month. I break even after 1.1 months and the rest of it, well now, well certainly I've had it for a year or so, it's a free house. All I have in it is, if I sell this house, I will make 25% of 90 and I'll make that as profit because none of my money's left in. Whereas if I'd bought it with 25% and I sold it, I wouldn't make much profit because that 25% was mine anyway. But no money has left my account. My investors are paid back in full and we good. So I want you to think about BRR, right? I want you to really think about it. Go get my freaking book, it's 15 quid. Don't complain, don't send me DMs about it until you've read it, about the price. It's 15 quid. Go get it, look at the 220 plus five-star reviews and learn about BRR because there's no other book covering this topic in this detail and there's no other e-learning which I've produced covering it in this topic. So any questions, please put them in the comments below and I will reply. There is no stupid questions. If you're totally new to this, of course, it's gonna be confusing. You know, maybe rewatch the video. If you want me on two times speed, maybe slow me down because I speak pretty fast anyway. Please, all questions, I welcome them. And do not forget to hit subscribe. If you like this podcast, connect with Tej on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube for more great content.